Let's pass love. 
Thank you for life. Thank you for keeping and preserving us. Thank you for the mercy you have shown us. Oh God, we worship you. Speak your word to us this morning. May none of us leave the same. We pray that you would touch our hearts in a very special way. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, we may take our seats. Oh, hallelujah. God is good. And all the time. God is good. This is a good year. We are going to sow good seeds. And we are going to reap a good harvest. May all wrong harvest not be accepted, but may good harvest be accepted. So it means we must sow good seeds this year. Hallelujah. I just want to share with us a very important thing that will be helpful for us this year and onwards. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage us to pay attention, open our hearts, cause ourselves to be open to receive God's word. And God bless you, your nine viewers. I pray that you open your heart to receive what God has for you. Let's turn our Bibles to Colossians chapter 3 or Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 to 3. Colossians chapter 3 are we there? Verse 1 to 3. Let's hear the word of God. If ye then, or if then ye, okay, this is, I'll read it from here. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated at the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above and not on things on the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Let's look at verse 4, just for good measure. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him. In glory. Hallelujah to Jesus. I just want to share with us about just being mindful of eternity. Being mindful of eternity. The Bible is saying something very important. If indeed, verse 1, you and I are risen with Christ. So as born again Christians, anyone who is a born again Christian has risen with Christ. Now, someone will say, how have I risen with Christ? I'm on earth. I'm suffering on earth. How can I have, how could it be that I've risen with Christ? But the Bible is saying, if ye then be risen with Christ, 
seek those things which are above where Christ seated on the right hand of God. So God is saying that anyone who is risen with Christ, anyone who is risen with Christ, now the question is, are you risen with Christ? How? How were we risen with Christ? Do you know how you were risen with Christ? Do you know how you were risen with Christ? Practically. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians or the epistle to the church at Ephesus. Chapter 2. Let's start from verse 1. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1. And you, in fact, let's use NLT for this. Amen. Amen. Once you were dead, doomed forever because of your many sins. I, I, we need to be very fast, please. Ephesians 2, 1. Once you were dead, doomed forever because of your many sins. You used to live just like the rest of the world, full of sin, obeying Satan, the mighty prince of the power of the air. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to, know, to obey God. Amen. So those who are unbelievers, Satan is able to work through them. Verse 3. All of us used to live that way, following the passions and desires of our evil nature. We were born with an evil nature and we were under God's anger, just like everyone else. That's, that, that is how you and I were before Christ. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so very much. Oh, hallelujah. God loved us so very much that even while we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's special favor that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ. There you go. If he then be risen with Christ. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ. And we are seated with him in the heavenly realms. All because we are one with Christ Jesus. Continue. And so God can always point to us as examples of the incredible wealth of his favor and kindness toward us. Meaning that when he sees us, he can point toward us because we are demonstration or proof of God's incredible wealth of favor and kindness. As shown in all he has done for us through Christ Jesus. Verse 8. God saved you by his special favor when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift of God. What a blessing. Let's go to verse 6, King James. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So what God is saying is that you and I were dead in sin and trespasses. And when God was raising Jesus Christ from the dead, 
he also raised us up together with Christ. So Christ had died. You and I were dead. So whilst Christ was raised physically, you and I were raised who oh, hallelujah together with him. And as Christ was raised from the dead and was taken to heaven to sit at God's right hand, we were also made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So it means that my spiritual position and your spiritual position is at God's right hand in heavenly places. You can put your hands together for the Lord. That's why Ephesians chapter 1, let's go to Ephesians chapter 1, then we'll come back to our golden text. Our key text is Colossians 3, 1 to 3. But let's go to Ephesians 1, 16. I want to explain these verses and then we continue. Ephesians 1, we're going to read from 16 to 24. Cease not to give thanks. So Apostle Paul was telling the church at Ephesus that he does not cease to give thanks for them, making mention of them in his prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him, this is where we are getting to, and set him, you see, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Remember that we are raised with him. So whatever is coming here, we are a part of it. He's the head, we are the body. As the head is at God's right, glory to God. As the head is at God's right hand, we are the body also with him. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him, now he's explaining it, set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. And we are seated together with him in heavenly places. Continue. For far above, far above, so we are risen with Christ and we are seated together with Christ in heavenly places far above. At all, can you hear me? Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Now, you and I are fighting against principalities and powers. And the, the spiritual wickedness in high places and all these things. Now, the Bible is saying you and I are set above everything we fight against. Everything, Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. By the time you finish turning to it, I'm moving on. Hallelujah. So you realize that these are the things we are fighting. Now the Bible, there you go. You have to remember that next time. Now the Bible is saying that when God raised Christ from the dead, he set Christ at his own right hand far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion please Ephesians 1 21 22 you can find it and dominion and might and every name that is named every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and hath placed all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church 
Now, NLT, NESB says, for the benefit of the church. So, what the Bible is saying is that God, okay, and God, let's go to verse 21. And that now he is far above any ruler, King James. Far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And hath placed all things under Christ's feet. Remember that you and I might be his feet or the chest or the arm or the leg. He is the head. We are the body. And hath placed all things under his feet and gave him Christ to be the head over all things. To the church. Now, what does it mean to the church? It's a bit blind to us because it's King James. Look at NLT, verse 22, and let's find out what it means to the church. And God hath, has put all things under the authority of Christ, and he gave him this authority for the benefit, glory to God, of the church. You can put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. So this means that as you and I have been raised together with Christ, we have been raised together with Christ and caused to sit together with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. And if we are caused to sit together with Christ in heavenly places and Jesus Christ is in heavenly places at God's right hand, then my spiritual position is at God's right hand. And I am far above all principalities empowers my spiritual position is above all these things that we're fighting against. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. Come put your hands together for the Lord. If ye then be risen with Christ. There you go. So for the born again Christian we read from Ephesians chapter 2 verse, from verse 1 that we were dead in sins and trespasses. So we were risen with Christ. So God is saying that since you are since you are a Christian, since you are risen with Christ, then there are things you must do because you, your spiritual position is at God's right hand. Why are you focused on earth? How can you be focused on earth when your, you, your spiritual position is at God's right hand? Where is better, earth in the darkness or in the heavenly places? So if you are risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. God wants you and I to seek the things which are above. God wants you and I to seek eternal things. God wants you and I to seek things that are above and not things that are on the earth. Because where your treasure is, the Bible says, do not lay up treasures for yourself. Where moth and rust, rust doth corrupt. Where thieves can break through and steal. But rather, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth or rust cannot corrupt. Because this whole world is, 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 has entered into the law of decay. That's why you can have a brand new car, brand new house. Leave it and don't touch it for 10 years and see you want to live in it because of the law of decay. So the Bible is saying that moth and rust will corrupt all treasures here. People have buried bodies with gold. The bodies have been decayed. That are decayed. So do not seek for yourself treasures on earth where moth or rust will corrupt. But rather seek for yourselves treasures in heaven 
where neither moth nor rust corrupts, where thieves cannot break through and steal. For where your treasure is, your heart will be there. And also where your heart is, your treasure is where your heart is. So God is telling you and I that why are you focusing on just the earth? Why are you focusing on only the things that are temporary? You don't have perfume. <laughs> what a shock. Okay, whilst uh, uh, a couple of people are looking, when you have perfume and you spray, there's something wrong there. When you have perfume and you spray it in the air, okay, that's, that's now. I'm sure you're blocking the screen. When you have perfume and you spray it, is everything okay? When you have perfume and you spray it like this, do you see how many saw the vapor? There is vapor, but you can smell it. So even though the vapor vanishes, the effect of the vapor lingers. So when you and I are rich towards God, and we are not earthly minded, whatever we do will linger. The rest of the people will be forgotten. Right now, people like Steve Jobs, people are forgotten about him. But Billy Graham, all those people, even Amy Simple McPherson, we mentioned her name. You, you can't forget them. Catherine Kuhlman, you are mentioning her name, you are watching her video, you can't forget Catherine. You can't forget Smith Goldsworth. You can't forget John uh, uh, G. Lake. You can't forget uh, 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 all these people. Raymond T. Richard, Richards or Richards. You can't forget some of these people. Charles Finney, A.A. Allen. Why? Because they, they, they were not earthly minded and what they did lasted. Billy Graham and all these people were Roberts. But when you do things and you are earthly minded, it doesn't last forever. Life is very interesting. Now, take it my life and your life. We feel that this is life. But everything we do on earth is preparation for life. We are not yet alive. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear. This is not life yet. Why do I say that? How can, it, how can life be 90 years versus perpetuity, eternity, trillions of years, which is like a second that starts again? Trillions of years. There, there is no time in eternity. When you and I die, we are outside time. There's no time. We are not bound by time. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. But on earth, you have a very short life and a long eternity. When a baby is in the womb, the baby for nine, ten months feels that they are alive. This is life because they are alive they can kick, they eat, they move around, they get excited. All these things, the baby thinks that they are alive. When they come out, they cry and they are surprised. The environment has changed. In the same way, life is like the womb. 
because you and I, we are not really alive. The, see, the Bible says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. When you and I die, then life begins. Ten months versus 90 years. Ten months versus 80 years. 80 years is more life than 10 months. Eternity is more life than 80 years. But many people focus on what we can get on earth, forgetting that we can store up treasures in heaven. Life is similar to me, you and I on a journey, and we are at the airport. Maybe the journey is from, from DFW to Minneapolis. Minneapolis is where you are, and DFW is home. You and I, heaven is CDFW, and you and I are on transit. On the journey, you go through different transit points. But you and I, on our journey, if there are people who don't have an iPad, they don't have a book, they don't have food to eat, so they have a difficult time whilst they are on transit waiting. But those who have prepared well, would have food, would have snacks, would have money to buy food, would, would, would be able to read books, would be able to have their iPad, their phones, they'll be able to at least watch a movie, enjoy whilst there. And then if you have friends or, or, or relatives or loved ones with you, it makes it easier. That is how life is. We are on a journey. The Bible says that we are on a journey and this is not our home. But many people have made the airport their home. We started when we were born. We end in heaven. But people on earth, we need to work hard. We need to have a good job. We need to have a good livelihood. And that is the preparation and having the money to buy things. Making yourself comfortable at the airport. But the real journey, many people have made a journey their life. But look, DFW is where the destination is. Heaven is our home. Heaven is our home. That's why the Bible is saying that, look, look, if you are risen with Christ, seek the things which are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Because our spiritual position is there. If we really want to go to heaven, why are we focused so much on earth? without even having one trace of thinking about heaven. The Bible says that the people who purify themselves are those who are awaiting Christ's coming. They are thinking about eternity. A wise person now is someone who plans for retirement. That's why people who are wise, earthly wisdom have their 401k, who have life insurance, 401k or whatever the equivalent is in a different companies, depending on whether you're working for the government, whatever. 401k. People are planning for retirement. And that is wisdom on earth. But how long is retirement? 25 years, 30 years. Up 65 plus 30 is what? 95. Few people will live to 95 in the West. Even if those who live without God, they can be, well, even... They can be in the nursing homes and their livelihood is not that great. But people have prepared. They are pumping money. They are doing all they can to make sure that they have a retirement. And that is wisdom. But no, how many people are planning for heaven? 
How many people are planning for heaven? How many people are laying up treasures in heaven? I want to lay up treasures on earth, but more in heaven. So the Bible is saying, Colossians chapter 3, our key verse. If ye be risen with Christ, or if you are a born again Christian, seek the things which are above. Ladies and gentlemen, you and I have to seek the things which are above. This is not our home. Heaven is our home. If you are a born again Christian, this is not our home. Nevertheless, we must work hard so that we can, as we, 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 we are pilgrims on the earth and as we are sojourning and as we are taking our journey, we will have a comfortable, nice, and, 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 and good journey. It's nice to have a good journey, have good money, have good finances, be blessed on earth. And then when you get to heaven, you are indeed in the blessing, the blessedness of the creature. You can put your hands together for the Lord. That's why Revelation chapter 14 verse 13 says, let's turn to it. You see, I, I want to encourage us to, to think about what matters. What matters? What matters? Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising shame. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Unto me, right, right, right. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Because real life is not on earth. So anyone who has been able to survive, live for the Lord, be in the Lord, and dies, is blessed because of where they are going. That's what the Bible says. Precious in the sight of the Lord are the death of his servants. So the Bible is saying, and I had a rival, right? Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yes, hear the Spirit. For they shall rest that they may rest from their labors. God expects that when you are on earth, even though you have a comfortable life, you are laboring for him, ladies and gentlemen. Let's think about eternity. Let's realize that one day we will meet our God. We are not talking about heaven hell, but we are talking about rewards. We are talking about meeting God and not being ashamed. We are talking about being great in heaven. Imagine you are an important person on earth. Everyone wants to be important, no matter who they are. Whether phlegmatic, melancholic, sanguine, choleric, everyone wants to be important. Everyone. Everyone. How much more in heaven? Why do you want to be important for 30 years or 40 years when you can be important forever? Why do you want to have a big mansion on earth only and not a grand mansion forever? Some people will have mighty mansions for 40 years and live in the outer darkness forever. Let it pass over. But that is because of what they did. When you are in school, what you do in school, the preparations for the exams, some people are doing javelin, some people are doing short put, some people are doing exercise, and they are preparing, they are also working hard, and they are able to do very well in school. Some people go to school and all they are doing is short put, javelin, track, and they feel, the, the reason they went to school, they feel. And there are people who are track leaders, like Etta, she was, even though I, 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 I beat her in a race. Hallelujah. Track, she was uh, track, whatever. 
So all these things, all these things, and they are able to still pass their exams. So you have group A, they went to school to get a certificate. They play around, do short put, do all these things, and they fail and useless time in school. <laughs> and there are some who go and do the short put, do the javelin, and they are studying hard, and they pass, and they get double what they were supposed to get. Hallelujah. You and I, remember that life is a school. Everything we do in life will count towards what we are going to experience in heaven. Everything we do in life is going to count towards our existence in heaven. Are you going to be, be great in heaven? Are you going to have crowns in heaven? Are you going to have rewards in heaven? Or you are just going to barely escape as through fire? It doesn't mean if you are, you see, the, the, the crazy, no, I can't say the crazy thing, but we are not just talking about working, but like beating the wind and working in church. If you are not doing it in love, it's not scoring. If you are lying on people and not working in love on people and you are working so hard in the church, it's zero score. That's what we are talking about. We are talking about fighting problem, uh, uh, fighting the good fight of faith, doing what you need to do. If you are fight, you are you are you are killing people, or you are you are, you are uh, what saying bad things about people, or you are you are hurting people, or or you are not working in love towards people, you are you, you are not helping people. Whatever it is, if you are not doing the things God says do. So so when you are you are driven by eternity, when you are thinking about eternity, when you have a mindset about eternity, you are doing things with the right motives. You are doing things knowing that you are going to be judged by what you do. You are doing things knowing that God is looking at how we are doing it, why we are doing it, our motives for doing it. This is not heaven hell. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. God is watching Let's look at some examples. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 9 to 15. So when you and I are living, let's remember we have a short life and a long eternity. If Christ comes now, all the plans. Imagine someone made their first million or someone just got a new job. And it's earning double. And they've just had a party celebrating. And Christ comes. Zero. Or they just finished celebrating. I know someone who was offered a job, finished pharmacy school, offered a job and died before they started the job. Someone built a house and died before entering the house. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. According to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ must be the center of everything we do. Jesus Christ must be 
the center, the ultimate in everything we do. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made visible. Every man's work. Are you listening? Every man, everything you and I do, every man's work shall be made visible. For the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. So when you and I are thinking about eternity, when you and I, we are setting our affections on, 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 on uh, above, things above, we will not too, be too... Uh, uh, to be too focused on man eye service. We will not be too focused on how people see us. We will not be too focused on, oh, people are seeing us in a certain way. We, that, that's not going to be our concern. We will not be thinking so much about pleasing people. The Bible says that ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For the things which are highly esteemed among men are abomination in the sight of God. Ye are, ye, ye, see, you, you, you are those people, then Jesus also said, ye are they which seek honor from one another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only. I'll repeat that before, just keep it here. Ye are they which justify, seek approval of yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. When you are driven by eternity, Man is important because we always deal with man. But God is more important. So, is God pleased with what I'm doing? Before, is man pleased with what I'm doing? Is God pleased? That is what counts. Because the man is not going to take you to heaven. Everyone is trying to go to heaven. Everyone is going to receive their reward. You can put your hands together for that. Everyone will be judged. How can my boss be the one I'm focusing on to please when my boss will die? Ye are they which justify yourselves before men. But God knows your hearts. For the things that are highly esteemed among men, and this word among men, whether it's pastors, whether it's uh, 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 your boss, whether it's colleagues, whether it's husband, wife, whether it's children, among men. The things which are highly esteemed among men are abomination in the sight of God. That's why God told Peter that get thee behind me, Satan, because you are not thinking about the things that matter. You are not thinking about the things that are of God, but the things that are of men. It was the pastor who, you, who Jesus was talking to. Trying to, so, so you and I, when you are driven by eternity, you have a certain mindset. Then Jesus also was talking to the people, the pastors and the members and all the people. And he said, you are the people who are trying to receive honor from one another. But you are not seeking the honor that comes from God only. You can get that verse. Only. Only. Not God and others, but from God only. Only. Hmm. Yeah. So as for me, um, because I know that what I do is going to be tested. What you do is going to be tested by fire. Playing the keyboard. Are you doing it in love? Are you doing it? What is the motive? What are the motives? I'm preaching. Am I doing, as I'm preaching, am I doing it in love or I'm fighting, I'm trying to put someone down? 
as I'm preaching, what am I doing? It, my preaching will be tested with fire. And if my motives are pure, it will pass. If not, it will be burnt. Waste the time. It's in John, the Gospel of John. But, uh, hallelujah. Seek not the honor that comes from God only. Let me find it. Am I preaching to somebody? Have you found it? Good. How can ye, John 5, 44. How can ye believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? Do you seek honor from God only or seek honor from your teacher? Seek honor from your teacher, but God only. Look at it in NLT. John 5, 44. No wonder you can't believe. There are people who don't believe God because they are seeking honor from human beings and not God only. For you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from God alone. But that will count in eternity. Anyone who is focused on eternity and not on earth is not going to be seeking for position. I want to be the next leader. So I'm going to do everything I can to have eye service. What a message. <laughs> Very important. I want to encourage you, even at work, just do what you need to do. Try to please your boss, but don't be focused so much on your boss. Rather, as I'm working very hard, I should be working very hard because I saved the Lord Christ. That's what the Bible says. Not because I want to please my boss so much. Because it's God who lifts up. Unless the Bible says, oh, and it is the honor comes from your boss. So if it is God, then do your work hard for your boss. But as you are doing it, you are doing it for the Lord. As you are doing things, let's love. Us in this church, let's not worry. If I, this is for me and for all of us, let's focus. Let 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 love. When we are doing anything for God, let's love. I had to make a conscious effort when I was helping the poor or whatever. Because sometimes you are worried. Not that not that they are worried, but if somebody is dirty, is wretched, and there are things all over their bodies, you are kind of careful, but. At a point, if you love somebody, uh, for, for pre-COVID, forget about COVID, when, um, when the COVID is gone, when you love someone, you are willing to be dirty with them. So I'm learning, it's something you have to just say to yourself, if I love, so that you are not just doing things, okay, I hand over to you. Sometimes when you are on the streets, okay, I hand over to you, let me go. They want to talk to you. No, no, I've just handed over to you. I'm rushing away. You see people doing that. I've done my duty. Yes, the, uh, take it and then... All of us have to. We have different levels. I remember there's a guy. God watches all that. Who used to be in Minneapolis. This guy used to come to church. He was okay. Nice guy. Then some mental, something mental health issues. Then he started to 
he was, he, 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 things were not the same. He was almost like a homeless guy. Anytime he came to church and wanted to talk to people, people would just, oh, hi, 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 okay, sit down, then brush off because he didn't have much to say, but he wanted to talk to people. He would come to me, I would talk to him, but even though I would talk to him, I realized that even there was some sort of despisement, so I could have done better. I always wished I had the opportunity to deal with him. I would focus on him more because he's not, it's like, oh, someone who's not important. That's why I'm saying that there are different levels and God sees all these things. There are ways we can do better. Yes, you talk to him, but as you're talking to him, you you, you will not focus on him like the others. He just wants to talk. How many of you get what I'm saying? These are things that will be tried. These are all the things that are being tried with fire. These are all the things that will be tried with fire. So let's try our best as we are in this church and as time goes by to try not to seek honor f- my honor or honor from our boss, but from God only. Let's go back to uh, uh, the verse we were on before. Our works will be tried in fire. If any man's work abide, which he had built there or upon, he shall receive a reward. Let's use NLT for this, verse 13. Sorry, verse 14. If any man's work, if the works, the work survives the fire, how do you get gold? You put it in fire and it's refined. So our works will be put into fire. And some will be burnt because wood and, and, and stable, it will be burnt. Straw, wood, when you put it in fire, it, it helps the fire to burn more. But gold, you, you bring it out, it comes out strong. So the Bible is saying that our works will be put through fire. What we do will be put through fire. And if our work survives the fire, that builder will receive a reward. May I, you and I receive a reward. May, us, may we watching receive a reward. Let, let, let's be driven by eternity. Wow, time already? Okay. Verse 15. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. Now, this is very important. If the Bible is saying suffer great loss, it means I've labored, but in vain, I've lost. It's great. Great loss, hard work, but in vain. The builders themselves will be saved, but like someone escaping through a wall of flames. May that not be my story or your story. Wow. It's very, very important, ladies and gentlemen, that we think about it. I think about it. Every single one of us thinks about it. It means that there shouldn't be someone we are not forgiving as we are doing the work. As I'm doing the work, it shouldn't be that I have unforgiveness towards my cousin. It shouldn't be that, oh, my cousin didn't do this, or my cousin, or my sister, or my brother, and I have a beef. We, 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 We should make it a point to forgive everyone as we are serving God. Everyone, no matter what they've done, 
no matter the offense, no matter how they hurt us, no matter the evil, we must forgive because if we don't forgive, it's going to affect the process of the passing through the fire, our works. It's to, it, it, to affect it. The unforgiveness will come and will change something that is gold into, into, into wood and to just burn. You don't understand, Pastor. What he did to me, what she did to me, you can forgive. Forgiving doesn't mean that you are now buddy with a person. It means you've let go of the wrong. Because sometimes, if someone has an, a, a, a habit of stealing your stuff, you bring them to the house, they steal. Bring them to the house, you steal. Bring them to the house, your house, they steal. You forgive them genuinely. Help them to prove it. Pray for them. But be careful about the house. Our lives are short. Look at Psalm 90 verse 12. Lord, teach us to number our days that we might apply our hearts to wisdom. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. There's no time to go into some of it, but I'm sure we'll continue. For we must all, in fact, let's start from verse 6. How many are hearing God's word? Let's be mindful of eternity. So we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. That is why we live by believing and not by seeing. So, for we walk by faith and not by sight, it has to do more with seeing the eternal. Not just on earth, hey, I walk by faith, not by sight. There's the car I'm looking for, and I've not got the car. I'm walking by faith, not by sight. You can apply to that. But as the God was writing it through the apostles, when you read it, it's in context. It's talking about eternity. Yes, we are confident. Yes, we are fully confident, and we would rather be away from these bodies, for then we will be at home with the Lord. So our aim is to please Him always, whether we are here in this body or away from this body, for we must all stand before Christ to be judged, not heaven hell. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in our bodies. In eternity, this is not heaven, hell. And every good thing we have done, we will receive a reward for it. Everything we have done that we shouldn't have done, there will also be a reward for it. I don't mean a positive reward. But it's not heaven, hell, or we are going to be lashed in heaven, and there's nothing like that. Heaven is a beautiful place, but there will be a great suffering of loss. Let's think about eternity. Some people will go to heaven and it's as if they've escaped through fire. Meaning that they get nothing. They go bare. They go empty. <clears throat> Can you imagine entering the world with nothing? And you, they don't, you don't borrow in heaven. Because it will be breaking the scripture. Oh, no man, anything. You, you, you don't borrow in heaven. So if you've entered heaven empty... For eternity to be empty. So, ladies and gentlemen, are you seeing the importance of this? And so imagine if Christ comes today. 
if Christ comes today, what are we going to take up? There was a man of God who went to visit a billionaire church member. The church member said, come, please, come, pastor. Let me show you outside. Let me, let me show you around. Do you see, pastor, do, do you see where my hands are? Do you see all this? Wow. This is for me. I own it. Pastor said, wow. Do you, pastor, do you see all this? Pastor said, yes. This is all mine. Wow. God bless you. God has blessed you. Then the pastor asked a question. What about app? What do you own app? <laughs> the man was quiet. We plan for everything on earth. Ladies and gentlemen, we will meet God one day and we will be glad if we were thinking about eternity. Let me just say a few things. Let's, let's, let's go back to our key text. Colossians 3 and then we close. We'll continue another time. Or next week, God willing. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek the things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Verse 2. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Now this is very important as I wrap up. Set. Look at it in NLT. Set. We are not going to verse 3 today. Set your affection. Let heaven fill your thoughts. NESB. Set. Let heaven fill your thoughts. Let heaven fill your thoughts. Set your affection. Set your mind. So this is very important. God is saying that you and I must make a conscious effort to tune our minds to heaven. It means that if you and I don't make a conscious effort to, to do it, we will not think about heaven. So God is telling you and I that make a conscious decision to tune, to set your mind on heaven. Set your mind on things above. Make a conscious effort to tune your mind to heaven and not to the earth. Born again Christian, tune your mind to heaven. Tune your mind to heaven. Tune your mind to heaven. Let's tune our minds to heaven. So it means that every day I must make a conscious effort that, wow, God is watching everything I do. Let me please God. Let me do things that will count for eternity. Let me do things that will bring rewards. Let me do things that will please God so that God will reward me. Yes. Someone will say, oh, but isn't that too much? Hebrews 11.6 will handle that. Tune your mind. Lord, I, I, I want to please you. I, I want to, 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 to store up treasures in heaven. I want, to, I want fruit that would abound to my account. Is it, do you think it's important now that it is? Very important. Because if Christ comes today, you see, many people don't know. He can, he can come as I'm preaching. Everything is set. When you read the prophecies, everything is ready. If Christ comes now, do we have enough currency? Do we have enough for heaven? Are we going to be ashamed? The Bible says that he will wipe away tears. 
and there will be no more tears. Why? Because look, when we meet God, when we die and we meet God, and we see that the most important thing was Jesus, we see his glory, we see his brilliance, we see his brightness, and we see the things that we would have, the reward and the position and the greatness we would have had in heaven, the glory, if we, if, if, if when we see it, it will pain us, it will hurt us, and we will cry. We will be disappointed. We will not be able to face him. We will say to ourselves, oh, what have I done? I've wasted my time. I, I banked on the wrong horse, banked on the wrong horse. I spent my time doing things that don't count. All the things I've done, all the things, my efforts, they are left on earth. I couldn't take them with me. I couldn't take them with me. The only thing I could take with me is that one thing I did, that money, that one money I sold in church. Because some people, that's all they've done. They sold. That's the only thing I've taken with me. But I've realized that there's so much more I could have done for God. There's so much more I could have done. I could have just done one more thing. When you read, you watch Schindler's List. He, 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 he helped save the Jews. And he was weeping. I could have saved just one more person. Oh, oh, if I could have just saved one more person. Oh, I wish I, I, wish I had money to just add, save one more. When we meet God, I pray that you and I will not say that, oh, I wish I could have saved one more. I wish I could have done one more thing for God. I wish I could have focused one more. But may we say, Lord, I tried. I did the best I could. May God be able to tell us, thou good and faithful servant. Thou good and faithful servant. May that be the story of you and I. Where God will see us and say, well done. Well done. Well done. And when we meet him, we will meet him with smiles. Catherine Kuman said, when I meet my Lord, I know exactly what I'll tell him. When I see him face to face, I know exactly what I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him, Lord, I tried. I tried. I did it the best I knew how. I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. Shall we stand to our feet? Continue. Let's just bless the Lord and ask the Lord to give us the grace to set our affection on things above. To set our affection on things above. To set our affection on things above. Not on things on the earth. Our lives are hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ shall appear, who is our life? When our life, Christ appears, we will receive a reward. Our lives are hid. Oh, let's be driven. Let's be driven by eternity. Let our lives be driven. Let, let our goal, our focus be heaven. Why? Because the Bible says so. Set your affection. Set your affection on things above. On things above. Set it. Sister Emma, let's set our affection on things above. Set your affection on things above. Not on the things of the earth. It's, 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 it's dust. 
The things, the Bible says, we'll talk about it next week, the things which are seen, the things you and I can see, I can see you, I can see you, I can see all of us, I can see this, I can see, I can see this. The Bible says that the things which we can see are temporary. The body is temporary. The body will be in the ground. But the things which are not seen, like my spirit and your spirit, the things which are not seen are eternal. Forever. So why should I focus on a temporary thing? Why should my life be based on something temporary? When there is something else which is forever. That's why it is the rational and intelligent service. Romans chapter 12 verse 1. It is just rational. It is just intelligent. It is just, it, it is just reasonable that we give our bodies and our lives to God in view of what is done for us. It is just logical. Logical. That's why we'll read that later on. That's why at the end of everything, because of the resurrection, because of everything that will happen, God says, finally, my brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Because our labor, for as much as we know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord, in everything we are doing, have it in mind to be careful focused because when life ends when life ends when life ends we will realize that everything we have fought for we have lived for that the name Jesus was not tied to will be left behind and the only things that would carry on are the things we did for God. Shall we pray? Oh, Jesus. Cause us to set our affection on heaven. Cause us to seek the things which are above things which are in heaven to seek the things which are above which is God which is Christ Jesus to focus on these things because those are the things that will matter so that when Christ who is our Lord our life shall appear we will not be ashamed because we will receive reward let's speak to him Let's speak to him. Let's speak to him for just a few minutes. For a few minutes to speak about the things that matter. The things that matter. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Whilst we are praying, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you know in your heart that you are far away from God, if you know that your sins need to be forgiven because you are not born again, 
and you want to be washed with the blood of Jesus, I want you to raise your hands where you are. Just raise your hands. And let's repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins and his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins and his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and come into my life. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and come into my life. Please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Please forgive me for my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's just bless the Lord with a song before God, we I continue. You. Just let's bless Him. Jesus. Let's bless Him and thank Him. <clears throat> For He's faithful. Oh, Jesus. Just sing to Him.
we bless and love you and worship you. Thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your tender love toward us and your tender mercies toward us. We pray that you give us all the grace to be mindful of eternity, to be driven by eternity, because eternity is what really matters. From 2022 and beyond, may we set our affection on things above and not on things of the earth. Amen. We worship you. Yes, we love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We may take our seats. We can stay. We'll sing a song of